Hello and welcome to another episode of Superhero Discussions. My name is Travis Hines, Travis underscore 156 on Twitter. And today I'm going to talk about Arrow 714, Brothers and Sisters. Arrow's back off, the, off this little break and boy was this a fantastic episode. Uh, we start off with Felicity having the same PTSD dream that she had at the start of the season. Where she's running from Diaz trying to find her kid. We know she's pregnant now. And I thought that was nice to see that she's still dealing with that. And we're hoping through this episode that she's going to deal with it in a better way. Uh, so Diggle has the ghost initiative up and running trying to catch Dante. Uh, but trying to catch his guy, his hand, well, his message, message boy, we'll call him, Aaron boy. Uh, Diaz knows who it is, so he's trying to use Diaz. And I love how Dig decides, yeah, we got to tell... Uh, Oliver and Felicity right now because this is kind of long enough and props to Oliver for being so understanding of for with Diggle in this situation because old Oliver would have flew out the handle because Diggle attacked, uh, Diaz attacked his family and blah 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 but Oliver like is there I we should listen to John calm down I think that John wouldn't have made this choice unless this was the only choice and I'm just like dude bravo bravo and in the future, Mia is, uh, Maya is quite contrary, uh, quite prickly. She has a lot of the season seven Felicity in her. And she basically storms off after talking. Uh, I think John Diggle Jr. said I'm the adoptive son of John Diggle. So I don't know, that, that threw me for a little bit of a loop there, I thought. I, maybe I heard that wrong. I, if any listeners were listening to that, you could let me know. I would, I would love it because I'm not sure what he meant by that. Because uh, he already has a son, so we'll have to see what happens there. But he told, uh, he told John Diggle Jr. to watch out for Mia and told her who he was because John knew. So the rest of the people like uh, Renee, not Renee, uh, Dinah and Roy, just trying to think the main people from back then. Don and Roy didn't know that Oliver had a daughter, so Alvin Plessy had a daughter, so what's going to happen in in the future? And also another thing that really kind of made me sad was the way they spoke about Oliver, the way that uh, Mia spoke about him, but she didn't know who he was, and she's only pregnant now, so it's kind of the way that Nora spoke about Barry, not knowing who Barry, and we all know that Oliver made a deal with the monitor, and I'm pretty much think is confirming that he sacrifices himself in the crisis on infinite earth earth but i hope that's not the case but it uh it, it certainly seems to point that way and i just wonder if arrow's storyteller's hands are tied i would really like to see i know it would throw us for a loop if we've seen oliver show up in the future <laughs> at some point but right now it really seems to me that he's not making it out of the crossover next year if that's the case I, I i'll just clap my hands for the actor and character i thought he's grown so much just the way he talks to felicity and uh amy call here it just he just shows, shows his growth even though he's not still completely grown because we see that he starts working with amico but he takes over her crusade and renee has an excellent point there telling him imagine if you first when you came in season one imagine season one the hood, someone comes in, takes your book, and starts crossing your father's names off for you. 
you'd be pretty darn pissed. You'd be taking that book back. And I love how Renee did that. I thought like there was a couple of really good speeches here, but the one that takes the cake for me was Laurel's uh, speech to Felicity and Laurel's complete hesitance to kill Diaz. You can like just even going back to last season, she was scared so much of Diaz. She's willing to do anything to help him at first and then to get him stopped. But we can see that she's grown. She's not scared anymore. She's comfortable in her role. She's doing a good job. And she's just, I think that she realizes that living a good life could be all the tribute and for Quentin. Like, like Quentin would, that would make Quentin happy if she just lived a good life. I, we didn't get to see Dinah in the, present in this she's still in the hospital i'm just curious what's going to happen with her canary cry because we haven't seen it in the future will she not be able to do that i'm so curious so yeah laurel gives felicity an excellent speech about just like letting it go you're stronger you there's always going to be another diaz uh don't be scared of him and that was excellent it just shows that she's come full circle and i loved it and Oliver's calling, we see in the first part of the episode, Oliver's calling William and leave messages in the voice box full of no one. Because those stupid contrary old grandparents, those contrary grandparents, will not let him, uh, will not let him get those messages. So that's pretty terrible. We find, we find it that he didn't get any of them and Oliver left a full voice mailbox. So uh, we, we will get more light shit on that. I wonder if the little cassette that uh, they find it's just Albert's messages to William that he never got. I'd be so curious about that. Uh, so Mia didn't know her father, and I would touch on that. Uh, Lila, after the first time trying to get his handler and it fails, Lila is in. They find out that Lila had the ghost initiative start up to get Dante, whoever's inside Argus. We find out is that stupid deputy director, uh, giving Dante the information. He's had him placed in there. So Dante has reached everywhere. Is is rather impressive. So they're basically they're building him up. And I just touched on the Ghost Initiative. I love the the action scene that they had in that room and the banter between them. Fantastic. Just encompasses what I would want out of a group of villains working together. And I just, just love that. And unfortunately they said it's shut down for now or suspend it. So I, I don't know if we'll get it again, but I really hope we do. Uh but without getting that handler that first time Lila's informed that she's going to lose her job the next day uh, they go in the embassy to go to stop stop him but Diaz uses defibrillator to take well first of all they offer Oliver to, help, uh, to join Diggle does and Oliver gives the choice to Felicity and Felicity says that she will uh, she'll he can go but she's being overwatch so we start there they go right in for this mission and Diaz uses defibrillator to short circuit the bomb in his head. He goes to tell Dante that it's all is set up, and Dante just—he is very impressive with those knives. He cuts slices both the princess's throat and our deputy, the one under Lila and Argus, in in an instant, and takes off, and all he has a stand a showdown with Oliver, which is a very impressive fight. Like bravo. 
Bravo. This is kind of what you thought Ricardo Diaz would be like a little bit from the comics when we got when we got word of him last season. But he was more he's been more of a like street thug, just like sicko, like something wrong with him, crazy person. Where Dante is more composed, like got a uh, he's a fantastic villain. And anyone who's read Green Arrow Rebirth, if you guys are like this is somewhat playing out kind of like the Ninth Circle, and I I think that this is like Bravo. If you're going this way, we. So that all goes to crap. Albert has a great showdown with him where he gets away. Uh, but he uses those throwing knives, which is a great little thing if you were paying super attention like myself. I When he was using those, I couldn't help but remember the first the first of the episode where Albert goes to meet Amiko, and she whips one of those exact same knives at him. And I, thought, I was like, it, because of reading Green Arrow Rebirth, I thought, oh no, this is not what I... Oh, poor Albert. So, that goes to crap, he gets away. Diggle takes the bullet for Lila and says it was all him, even though he will never be able to work in government again. Basically, that's what Lila told in his career over. But, Spartan, Spartan, he'd just rather be Spartan. He's like, no, I'd rather be unemployed, uh, be a dad and a vigilante. Uh, you can bring home the bacon and deal with this whole corruption thing. Uh, I know that's not what he meant, but I just... Uh, so funny but Diggle's fantastic this episode uh it's just old Diggle old team arrow uh I love Felicity referencing it and Diggle in the end instead of going after Dante goes after Ricardo Diaz uh basically helping Felicity not have to kill him even though she said she wasn't and uh showed growth in in her character and Diggle's Diggle realizing that the Argus mission isn't the most important thing all the time because earlier in the season he even references that and this is the kind of stuff that I enjoy them learning from their mistakes and that because we had a season and a half of where they didn't know if they needed a team or not and there were so many examples that they should have had a team instead of being like broken up that it just got crazy to me that we were going over and over and over again without them learning the lesson so it's nice to see this here Diggle fantastic fantastic job by David Ramsey and Felicity tells Oliver that she's pregnant and the look on his face they're super happy it's fantastic and then we close with what I feared and thought which was Dante is meeting Amico and clearly he's the one that trained Amico to probably get revenge on Oliver and he's just basically uh, using her to to get him and it just really sucks uh, I have a feeling that Oliver's going to win her over and she's going to realize maybe when it's too late but I, I just love this episode it was fantastic uh, super looking forward to the next episode I didn't watch the preview yet but I thought they'd done a fantastic job of building up Dante into a very supreme villain and I wouldn't be crazy if I didn't talk about we got the end of Ricardo Diaz. Uh, I'm sure Ray from the Flight cast and DCTV Squad cast uh, was be super excited because he's been clamoring for Diaz to get his comeuppance for a long time. And it uh, it was just so brutal. It was the exact same way that he killed that guy, that guy he got revenge on for bullying him. It was it was so bad. It, he just got lit on fire. It was outrageous. I wonder who did it. He knows the person. He said, what are you doing here? So that's that's curious. I'm just so curious who it could be because he knows who he is, but we haven't been revealed that yet. Maybe it was Dante or maybe not, but uh, uh, we got the end of Ricardo Diaz, 
and they built up a fantastic villain to take his place. I thought this was a, I I haven't loved like enjoyed a first appearance of a villain like this in a long time. It, I, I'm trying to think, just going through my head. I'm probably not help, not since Prometheus. Probably not since Prometheus did, and even then that was a completely different way. They just he's right out and open he's so suave Dante is like it's just he's so classy looking it's it's just great it's a fantastic I'm so curious so excited for what's going forward uh in the in the flash forward episodes which is gonna, gonna be a full one uh, not next episode but the one after it so I don't know I, I'm just really excited for Ariel it's been fantastic all year and I think this is same thing, but it does make me scared for what's going to happen on Christ's on Infinite Earth. If any of you guys agree with me or have any thoughts on the issue, on the, on the episode, uh, drop me a line on Twitter. Thanks, guys. Cheers.